Savage. You are listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Metro, Sig, and Snake. Alright, welcome to Talking Trash, episode 12. Special episode, today's date, February 17th. 2019 we have a brand new co-host i'm in the dump with ziggy and travman what's going on boys yeah it's about time we kick Matural out of here <laughs> got, got a real co-host in i'm super grateful to co-host but i am definitely not trying to step on anybody's toes yeah i'm i'm, I'm sure Matural will uh won't be nervous at all when he hears this episode. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll edit out all that shit talk that you were talking on him earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, just make sure he doesn't hear. Just make sure he doesn't hear any of that. <laughs> yeah. So Matchell is out this week. He's uh, I mean, we'll just put it out there. He's he's taking a little vacay. He's he's opting not to call in. We gave him flack. It wasn't enough to get him to call in. So. You know, I understand the podcast game is, it's a, it's a brute, all right? Sometimes you just need to take a week off and, you know, abandon the boys and just unwind. He's, yeah, and Matchell's the type of guy that really puts in some prep time for these things, so. (laughs) And I'm like that, you know, and I'm just like that guy in AAA just waiting for a shot, you know? (laughs) And I, finally got my, and I finally got my call up. So if you don't think I'm going to bat like three twenty five here in my first month, you're insane. Yeah, it's if if T Man goes deep, then Matra will be on the hot seat. So uh, before we get into anything, we'll do a quick. How was your weekend, brothers? Anybody have anything notable? Sounds like T Man uh, was just getting off. Uh, just getting off work, trap. Oh yeah, just. Uh, Pretty brutal day. We actually set the record for most people that came in in an eight-hour period. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty terrible. It was lots of uh, lots and lots of flu. Uh, so get your flu shots if you haven't got them yet. Honestly, you can take one last attempt. You're still out. supposed to be getting those. You can. At this point, you can, you can get a flu shot you can. Whenever, whenever you want. Really. <laughs> yeah, you, How- get, you could technically get one. Whatever. I mean. But uh, it seems like it just kind of popped up this week, at least in the Pittsburgh area. So I've been telling people, if you can get it now, at least get it now. Uh, even if it's a last-ditch kind of Hail Mary kind of thing. Uh, so I'm going to opt to go with my gut and not Dr. Trav. <laughs> just, you, you, defe- you defeated the flu last week, didn't you, Snake? Uh, yeah. What was that? It was like one of the earlier episodes I got burned by the flu. So yeah. I figured I'm good oh, for yeah. the year. Oh, no. Yeah, you you conquered the beer flu last week. That was That's a, true. That was I did take flu. out the beer flu. Yeah, that was like a Michael Jordan uh, flu-like performance last week. Here under your uh, all of your uh, <laughs> guesses were unbelievable. Yeah, just yeah, that's right. Just locked in. Yeah, not gonna lie, probably not my best performance from the podcasting standpoint. Was a little, little hung, but uh, the guesses were on point. Interestingly enough, I don't, I don't know. And- I was pulling them out. I still couldn't. So, I still couldn't get over the Griff guessing the uh, two minutes for the mile. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Zig, anything notable on your end? Sounds like you were doing some brewing. Yeah, I did my. I'll call it my second official brew ever. Uh, last one was two to three years ago. This one was a little more organized. Can't wait to, you know, about a month's time now. We'll be sitting around 
sipping on some of the uh, All she needed was some brew. What? By Rockwater yeah. Properties? Yeah, a division of the Rockwater <laughs> Brew Company. <laughs> Other than that, you know, just doing your basic homeowner stuff, you know? Homeowner stuff. Officially a yeah, homeowner. Getting after some paint, zigs. Yeah, got after some paint, you know, changed a few light bulbs. There you go. Really getting right. after it. Nice. I uh I have some big news from this weekend. Uh and this is Travi, you'll love this. I came out of retirement this weekend, boys. And if you're wondering what game I was <laughs> I came back out of retirement for, it's called the check out this random wounded soldier at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna polish this thing off. Wow. I How it was it? on uh I was with Keeks and her friends for their little birthday celebration in DC. On Saturday night, and uh, I guess I had one. We went up to the bar to order and had like a weird standoff with the bartender. Picked up a couple drinks. Well, first of all, it was like a nightmare getting into the corner of this place. This place was like jam-packed. So after like 10 minutes, we get up there, order, and she pours us these couple drinks. And I think I went Long Island. Keeks went like vodka soda. And she decided she was going to put Keeks's vodka soda in like a baby Dixie cup, which she filled up probably full way with ice, but then it almost looked like she forgot the soda. Like the liquid level in the cup was not even halfway up it. So Keeks kind of looked at me and was like, I gave her a look too, like, what the fuck is this? Like, did she spill it? And I, I think this is the first time I've ever done this, but I didn't exactly send it back, but I made a point to like tell the bartender what we were looking at here. And like, the, Hey, buddy. And I'll be the first to tell you, like, I've polished off warm beers on draft. I've polished off skunk beers. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. not the type of guy that's going to, like, say something to the bartender. But it felt like this was pretty deserving. So I just kind of showed her the glass and said, like, hey, looks looks like, I don't know, we we're missing some liquid. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what I said. And the balls on this lady, she looked at us both and just, she took it looked at it and then set it back down and pretty much said like looks That's about yours. right looks yes. about right yeah so had no choice but to take it with us so after that conundrum I wasn't really like thrilled to try and like battle through all those people and get back up to that bar so <laughs> once I finished my Long Island I was just going Miller lights off the luckily the whole place had like a ledge around it so there was no shortage of like half empty Miller light cans there you go drinking <laughs> for cheap yeah. yeah, and oh, you don't and have I was, to battle the crowd. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done it in years, but uh, most famously, Team Anime used to do that back in college, and I think it kind of came to a to a head when he got like some crazy virus the one weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I so the one I got into. I would say I got into a like I don't even want to call it like. Like, this wasn't, like, a short period of time. This was, like, probably three or four years where I got into the point where it was just, like, I don't, I wouldn't buy a beer after 1 a.m. Like, it was just stragglers, you know? So, uh, I would just, um, uh, but I did get into that one at uh, Tiki Lounge um, where I really did get myself, like, sick, like, four or five days, like, body aches and that type of stuff. Um, So, that was was the only thing I could contribute that to that that could have came from. Um, I mean, unless just being in a bar in general, of course, but yeah, I kind of pinpointed that. 
I think that was I think that was the same night was the only time I ever got caught in my life doing it too. <laughs> Have I ever told you that, Jake? So No, I didn't this know that guy, someone busted you. Yeah, so that night the that night uh this this guy, uh, that one, he literally set it down for a second and must have walked right in the bathroom, and I just caught it right in stride and just <laughs> grabbed it. So uh, earlier in the night, though, there was a there was a bunch of people dancing, and this one guy uh, set his beard down and walked away. Uh, so I just <laughs> so oh, I that's a rookie this. move. So, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so I just grabbed. So I just grabbed he didn't call five. <laughs> and keep in mind, I'm only doing this like. <laughs> I'm only doing this. I, you know, I don't just like go in there sober and do this. This is always like after you're at that certain point, you know, and you think it's funny. So uh, yeah. this guy set this, uh, <laughs> this guy set this beer down and I grabbed this thing and started drinking it. And his buddy comes up to me and puts his hand on me and goes, he's like, <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa. But it was so loud that I could, we couldn't like hear what each other was saying, but I started giving him the, oh God, I thought that was mine kind of thing. Yeah, as, as you as you like sprinted across the room, yeah, and, like, <laughs> just vultured someone's drink. Yeah, yeah. To, to, oh. to grab it, to grab it. But uh, yeah, just he was like he dumb. was like weird. He was like weirdly cool about it. I mean, maybe he thought I did. I mean, he probably was like, yeah, yeah this twenty four year old guy isn't just grabbing people's beers and drinking them. <laughs> yeah, well, surely no one's that insane that they would just drink a stranger's <laughs> half empty drink. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah so yeah so anyway yeah i came out of retirement and i think i'm gonna head back into retirement i'm like <laughs> unusually unusually tired today so i'm I'm a little worried that i have like something on set coming but yeah we'll see yeah i'm pretty much re- i would say I've, I've retired that for good uh what about you zig you ever uh you ever go with the uh wounded soldier 130 i don't think that i've ever done it <laughs> Um, like out at out at the bar or anything. Yeah, I was gonna say, what about like at your house? The old, yeah, the old, you know, house party. Sure, that's free. Next game. day, yeah. The oh yeah, next, next day morning, a little cleanup. Like, oh, here we go. Can't yeah, full guy. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> if I like pass out with a beer, like if I pass out with a beer like three quarters full, like my beer in the morning, if I'm like not planning on doing something or like I don't have to go to work, like I'm just gonna crush it. Really just good, keep, you know? yeah, yeah, just keep rolling with it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a liability. You were just thing. taking a little nap. Uh, it's not like you forgot it. You were just taking yeah, a nap. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's like kind of an unwritten rule that you gotta finish it. You know, so. yeah, I don't it's know. Not, maybe, it's not maybe being maybe lazy when you don't have to try it out at the bar, but I don't yeah, know. I would I'm not looking doing forward it. to it. I'd no, say. I would suggest just doing it once for the thrill and then get out of the game. So yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, you know, I was just—I was actually—I was literally just thinking about this today, and I wanted to ask you guys your thoughts on this. This kind of ties in somewhat nicely. What do you think? What is the honest to god like best day for you to drink? Like, what's your guys' favorite day to drink? I was just talking with one of my friends about this, and I think I definitely have my two favorite time periods uh, penciled in. I don't think mine's not going to be like a very hot take here. It's just Saturday morning, like 9 a.m. If you have no <laughs> responsibilities and you can wake up and get right into it on Saturday, that's the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, You're just yeah. like, all right, this is, this is me for the next, you know, 15 hours. <laughs> I think, uh, you, you know, that's a pretty good one there, Snake. Um, my personal favorite, especially with my work schedule, uh, provided that I'm not on call for the weekend, is the good old Friday midday, you know, get that quick half, oh, if you half can day sne- of work. Sneak out early. Oh, yeah. yeah. Half day of God, work on yeah. Friday. And oh, yeah, yeah. Go hit the bar at 11 a.m. 
That's a good time. Yeah. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Friday midday. Yeah, it's Friday midday. That's pretty awesome. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm usually off Friday. So, so for me, like my Friday midday is, you know, like I don't even have to do the Friday morning. So usually for me, it's Thursday night. Like, when yeah, I come yeah. Home on Thursday night, and I know that I'm off like the next day, and it's like a Friday. So, like, I can, if I still have to get stuff done, I can like do it. Like, everything's open. So like Thursday night, that is that is like the best time to just really get tuned in, you know. And then like Thursday night is still, a like, good 2 time. Yeah. yeah. And then my other favorite time, <laughs> I would say, I'd say if I could only booze, like if someone was like, you can only booze during a twenty-four hour period. What day do you want? I'm taking I'm taking Sunday afternoon. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Especially during, Sunday scaries, man. Uh, yeah. Well, there's there's like only there's only a few ways to combat the some Sunday scaries and one of them is drink the scaries away. Oh man. I guess so. That's I've paid that price before. Like I remember being up at Penn State for a football game and then just making the game time decision on Sunday. Like went out for breakfast, ended up having a beer at like a bar and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna drive to work tomorrow morning. Like I'm just gonna make the three hour drive Monday morning. And that was the worst Monday of my life. I well, think. how late did you put? How late did you push it Sunday though? Oh yeah, probably midnight. Yeah, yeah. And I you probably had to push, wake up yeah, four or five hours later. You can't push yeah. it till midnight. You gotta like, you know, you gotta pull the pull the plug at like eight or nine. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I like the the Sunday. I'm I'm good for a few on every Sunday, pretty much. But at least at least during fo- at least during football season, I think Sunday Sunday afternoon into evening. Like, uh, you know, NFL Red Zone channel on where it's the end of the first, like, slew of games starting the second. That's where you're, like, yeah. trying to hit your peak, you know, as far <laughs> as your buzz goes. <laughs> that's that's the, the peak of the mountain there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. Can, I'll, I guess I'll do a couple cool downs on Sunday, probably, like, along the lines of what Ziggy said. But I, I don't – I've just never been a get-after-it-on-Sunday type of guy. <laughs> yeah. Especially I, I guess... my, my schedule, I – my Monday's an early day. I can't be, you know, really dialing it in on a Sunday night. Sig walks into work with the shakes. <laughs> I guess it's more so, yeah, I guess it's more so not dialing in, but just, like, uh, taking a few off just to keep that, like, anxiety yeah, keep level. Taking the keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah, keep it rolling. Yeah, I guess, I guess I should clarify. It's not always, like, yeah, like, I don't sit down and drink, like, 12 natties on Sunday, but, like, I'll drink, like... <laughs> I'll do, like, if you do, like, two or three, like, high octanes, just enough to, like, you know, so you're kind of, like, flip a coin, Couple whether you can drive or not, stouts. you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, that's true. I don't disagree with that. I'm not going to lie. I'm working on two two pretty heavy boys already tonight, so. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, nice tomorrow, tomorrow's your early day, so. <laughs> well, that's pretty much my, I do two, pretty much exactly what you're saying there. Two, uh pretty stiff ones and i'm good to good go move. yeah good move yeah pulled the plug well um moving along at some point we were talking football in there and us three had all kind of briefly talked before tonight's pod about the aaf i think we all caught at least some of it i haven't been exactly tuning in and like absorbing full games of it but i've seen you know a quarter here and there i think we want to go over some quick thoughts on it maybe what we like, what we don't like. It's too bad Matchell's not here because I think he's. I think Matchell's getting into it big time. Yeah, I would say I will go ahead and admit that I did not miss a second of either game yesterday. Really? 
Yeah, I would say I, I would say that it kind of reminds me of like kind of a shitty bowl game kind of thing. And yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think I like it way, way more than I even could have imagined. Uh, just to see these guys like getting this shot they're all just missing like one little thing like uh but it's but it's major so it's like like these guys probably all think they're like right on the like right on the brink of making it but realistically they're just like missing like like the receivers like they cannot catch and you will never be able to <laughs> yeah that, you know uh, good speed though <laughs> good speed though Good speed. I'll tell you what. Yeah, Arizona, I have a Arizona's receiver. That guy is the most. He he is going to be in the league. He was. He he has been in the league before. Uh, yeah, I can't remember, on, I'm blanking on, on his name. It's like Rashad something. Yeah. On that note, like I was, the one game I was watching, there was one guy that was clearly like dominating the field, and all I could think it was like a tight end for one of these teams, and he was like, he was like a six foot seven tight end. He was fast. I was like. I don't know what's going on, like why this guy's playing in this league, but like this can't be for long. But I will, I will say that I heard, I think I heard this last week. Matchell had me watching like the the late game on um, last Sunday, and like right before I went to bed, well, one thing I caught from the announcer that just like blew me away. He made the comment that he's like, blah blah blah, this is a great opportunity for these guys, and they're he's like, and they're making like some. He made some sort of comment about how like they're going to be doing well financially. And then he just casually brushed over the fact that he's like, every single player has a three year, $250,000 contract. Right. And I was just like, what? That's like 80 grand a year. <laughs> you're playing full contact football. Like that's kind of insane. Like yeah. not that 80 grand is nothing to laugh at, but like to, but, to claim that 80 grand is like a good trade off for a running back or a linebacker. <laughs> but it's only, this. it's only six months though. <laughs> yes, but yeah, what, they have like the, a... so. I guess it was brought to my attention that it's um, it's essentially like a developmental league for the NFL. Yeah, they so want to be. It like could be. It NFL's could be like a whole year of football. Like if you're doing well, you get called up to the big leagues. Now you you That's spent a, great... a whole year just destroying your body. <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't, it, be month like, shouldn't it coincide with the I mean I like that it gives us football when all the other footballs if it's supposed to be like a developmental league for the NFL shouldn't it go alongside I, with the NFL season so people aren't just destroying their bodies <laughs> I think that's a good point and I think what you just said is probably going to like that's probably going to happen to at least a couple of these guys right the season's going to wrap up and they're going to like jump into another like NFL team's training camp. They're literally not going to get any time off, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound fun. Going back to what you said initially, Jake, like the things like things I like about it. Um, you know, some of the stuff that they do that's different than the NFL is kind of cool. Right. Like I'm actually like the no kickoff thing. As much as I love watching kickoffs, like the fact that I don't have to waste like, um, you know, three or four minutes waiting for those guys to run out there so the kicker can kick it through the back of the end zone. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Like, just line up at the 25 and let's do it. it you know, that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, uh, Zig has turned this, this whole podcast onto an uh, anti-kickoff podcast. We're, yeah. we're totally cool with them just getting rid of it altogether. Yeah. So I think some of it, I think some of it seems to be like uh, stressing player safety, but what Nathan just said, kind of, you know, kind of like that kind of seems like the opposite, right? Cause you're just, and how about guys... the fact, 
that they're that guy's helmet flew off in the first week or whatever. <laughs> and there was no flag, right? There was no flag. Yeah, that was kind of odd. That was kind of odd. Just... And they like used it to advertise, which worked really well, I'm sure, because yeah, they pretty much got some guy's head blown off, and they're like, "Perfect, don't you think so? here we go." <laughs> don't you yeah. think they're kind of str- they're probably struggling for a little bit of the identity thing right now. So they're probably like, they're kind of like running both extremes here. Like, oh yeah, we're all about players. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you get your helmet blown off, you're a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and there's one other thing that like things I like about it. And this is something I thought I would have hated, but the, the mic'd up players or whatever, like I think maybe every quarterback is mic'd up ends up being hilarious. Like I was watching someone on Saturday and he got called for Maybe you guys saw this. No, I, I wasn't watching Hack play. Hackenberg making yeah, excuses. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, really? You listen to Hackenberg's audio, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have to do that. But this particular guy got nailed for a delay of game. And, like, so immediately, like, the camera flashes to him, and he's walking towards the ref. Yeah, yeah. I saw it, this. I know. It, what yeah. And he looks at the ref, and I think the first thing out of his mouth is, like, come on, man. There's no, he's like, there's no play clock. And the ref just literally points like to where he should be looking, and goes, "There it is." And then the it, and it was amazing. Like he had no argument at that point. The quarterback just goes, "Oh, okay, there it is. I got it." Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, I think he was literally like, "Oh man, my my bad on that." Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, but if you if he wasn't mic'd up, I would have just assumed like he was just I don't know giving the ref trouble about they reset it too early or something. But and did you that was see that the... was great to get a look in the, to the fact that the quarterback literally didn't know where. He should be looking for the play clock. Yeah, did you see the? <laughs> That's what that player is missing. Did you see the Mike Singletary thing? No. So it was like the same kind of idea. So like they have, you know, they have the stuff on the on the coach, and um, they came over to him yesterday. They they, they called uh, Hackenberg short on the sneak yesterday. It was like really hard to tell, but anyways, um, he throws the flag because he's got nothing to lose. Basically, if Hackenberg's short, they lose on this like you know fourth and inches sneak. So three refs come over to coach Singletary and they're like super formal they're like so coach you'd like to challenge uh the spot on the field of the ball carrier and he just like kind of looks at him just like pauses for a second he's just like uh yes (laughs) 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 it's really it's really it's really funny like like the way like us three would talk to each other if we were giving each other shit or something exactly And if you were watching, and if you were like, if you didn't have the audio, you would think that they went over there and were given, like, you would think they were giving them some, like, super in-depth, like, talk. Yeah. They were kind of conversing <laughs> back and forth. But basically, the conversation was like, I mean, it didn't even need to happen. It was so. It was a stupid question. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, like, Singletary's just irritated. He has to answer it. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I wanted to challenge. There were 12 guys on the defense. You know, like. It'd be even better if he said something like that. Like, no, dipshit. I wanted to challenge the number of guys in the field. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's very, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, so that's one thing I'm, I was surprised about. I do like the mic. I will say, I know that I texted you yesterday, Snake. Kind of pumped. It was my first opportunity to watch some of the games. Uh, it was mm-hmm. just a little bit harder for me to get into it. And I think the reason is, you know, I love watching the football, but I don't have, like, any vested interest yet. It's yeah. kind of like... Because you don't the know best way, players and teams. The best yeah. way that I can describe it is it's like I'm six years old again, 
and I don't know anything about football. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. have I don't have a team in the in the alliance that I root for. I'm basically just like, oh, I've heard of that guy, so yeah. I can follow it. You know how to f- um, fix that, right? There's no just bet on it. Yeah, just yeah. bet on we it. Just, yeah. We just we just start texting yeah. each other and say, "Hey, I got five on this team." You want yeah, to yeah. One? So I think that's the key is to make it <laughs> yeah. a little more interesting. Maybe a little Alliance of American Football Fantasy League might be interesting. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't know ninety percent of these guys, but you have to draft them. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I guarantee so, that's I guarantee that's coming in real life too. I'm sure someone is working on a fantasy league for this thing. Well, I'll be ready. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna get say, me a little yeah. more interested in it. Yeah, maybe we could kind of be the pioneers of that. Oh yeah, the- billion dollar business idea. <laughs> yeah, don't let um, Rod Squad hear this because he'd, he'd just be furious that Zig called it billion dollar business idea because someone else has <laughs> thought of it. Yeah, I was just gonna ask if there's anything you guys don't like about it because I know there's one quick thing I do not like about it whatsoever. I guess my bottom line is like, I think Zig said this earlier. Like the bottom line is it's it's actual football and it's like there if I want to watch it. So it's kind of hard for me to complain about it. I'm sure there's some stuff I haven't noticed that's stupid, but like at the end of the day, it's like free football in the off season. That if I'm bored enough, I'll tune into it. Yeah, my my only issue with it is that I don't have any vested interest yet. Yeah, but I I um. I guess more just like as far as, you know, uh, part of the like the game day experience thing, I guess uh, the one thing I really struggled with last night was they, you know, they try to basically do all this like new, like kind of hip stuff and see like, you know, what's going to catch on and what's not. Um, Last night they did a camera view where they put the camera like almost over like the wide receiver on the one side. And it was it. There is no way if you pulled every person that watched the game. There's no way anybody <laughs> said they like that. You can't see the rec- you can't see the receiver like you can't see anything whatsoever. If it's a run to the other side, um, <laughs> like you can tell that the guys the guys calling the game. You could tell that now not only could they not see what was going on from the booth, but that when they were watching the game, they couldn't even tell what was going on. Like who was throwing the ball, like <laughs> tackle, like they kept saying too. They kept. They kept like they were just kept saying, and like, it's going somewhere else. <laughs> he passes it to the man. <laughs> Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. They were uh, yeah, just like so much incorrect information. Like if you went through the broadcast last night and listened to it, uh, those guys were just all like all over the place. They had no, they had no idea. Uh, they'd be like, is there a flag? Is there no flag? And they'd be talking as if there was a flag, but there wasn't a flag. Like, you know, stuff like that all the time. Well, was this NFL Network? Yeah, it was. Uh, whoever... NFL Network broadcasters are hilarious with, like, how it's. I feel like it would be if we just got on there and started commentating. No, like, I agree. There will be some dead silence and it's kind like, of like it's hilarious. It's kind of some of it's kind of NFL rejects in a way though. Like even the announcers, like the so the first game is I don't know who the two play by play guys are, but it's uh, Maurice Jones Drew and uh, the Bengals coach uh, Marvin Lewis. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> an all time. And then the second one, <laughs> and then the second one is. Um, Brian Billick, who I think is like fairly, you know, like I think he's pretty well respected, but then it's Mike Smith, that guy that it's just constantly someone's defensive coordinator, but he gets fired. 
I can't say I honestly don't. I can't picture Mike Smith's face. Yeah, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I was a little. I was. I was overall disappointed with the uh, with the choice of trying to use a camera from the side yesterday. Just there's no way. There's no way anybody watching that game could have enjoyed that. I was. I screamed. I was. I screamed at the TV for like the first two or three quarters about it, and then finally I realized that I was sounding like my dad. So I was like, I better stop. <laughs> So. <laughs> right. so, some good takes and some good, you know, feedback on the Alliance of American Foosball. They yeah, start us off. But overall, I think we're all we're all okay with it. So we'll, we'll move along into some segments at this point. I think, in honor of having T Man with us today, I think we should go right into the uh, sports trivia's. And I'll admit that I looked mine up maybe ten minutes ago or whenever we started this, and it's. I think it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's, let's go for it then. <laughs> okay. Um, we're talking NBA, and I believe this goes without say to you guys, but I'll put this out there for the listeners. Uh, NBA duration of a game is four 12-minute quarters. So this trivia is – I don't know if I should tell you who it is or not. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet, but this player has the most average minutes per game for an entirety of an NBA season, guess how many minutes it is. All right. So for some weird reason, I think I know this and I think it's, I think I read it. Nathan, you can go first. Cause I think I know it. All right. I feel like LeBron was pushing it last year. I think he was probably getting close to 40 minutes a game. All right. I probably, I probably made this, I probably made this up, but I, I'm pretty sure I read Will Chamberlain's bio and he played every minute of every game. And I think, and I want to say it was more than fifty minutes a game. It has to be more than fifty minutes a game, including overtime. So you've clearly seen this stat before, Trav. Like you said, it's Wilt Chamberlain. It's not quite fifty, but it is forty-eight and a half because, like yeah. you said, he played every minute of every single game, and he had let's see, five. Regular OTs, one double OT, and one triple OT in the 1961-62 season. So he wow. averaged 48 and a half minutes in a 48-minute I genuinely game. wish I could have seen that guy play. Yeah. Wow. Just an absolute uh, hoss. Follow-up trivia. I think I read this book on Will Chamberlain probably in – I think it must have been either elementary school or middle school. I don't know why I still remember this, but – can you guys guess what Wilt Chamberlain consumed at halftime of every game? It's definitely something like a like a gallon it's, of milk. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I was going to guess. I, I was going nowhere close to that. I was going to guess it was like eight hot dogs or something. I thought it was going to be food. I can't just chugging a gallon of milk. <laughs> just a typical gallon challenge at halftime. Which they say is impossible, right? But he was doing it at halftime of every game. I can't think of something. Can you guys think of anything worse that you could ever consume? No. <laughs> what do you think? When he came out there in the third quarter and he started jogging up and down the floor, you think he felt like, oh man, my stomach feels great. Like, I feel loose. There's no way. 
Imagine yeah. if you drink. Imagine if you drank a glass of milk and then had to run down the court. Like, you'd be like, "Oh, that's, I'm gonna throw up." So yeah, wow. I, a should, gallon. I shouldn't have had that eight. Those that eight fluid ounces of milk. But this guy's going. He's, he's going full gallon. So, Jesus, unbelievable. I, I really hope. I mean, I tend to believe what he said is true there. And he is a gigantic guy, but I, I'm hoping and praying that that is true. And he was well, crushing a whole gallon. We'll just leave that up to the listeners to look into that. But <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I read it. I re- remember reading it. So. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. And then the other one I want to run by you, again, this is another, like, record that may never be broken. I don't, we've, there's a slim chance we've talked about this before on this podcast, but I don't think we have. It's the most lopsided victory in college football history. I'll just go ahead and give you the teams. Looks like records. Georgia Tech and Georgia Tech beat Cumberland. Yeah, Yeah, Cumberland University. So the most lopsided victory in college football history. What do you guys think the score was? I think I've heard that something about a score getting up to close to two hundred. Back in back in like the forties or thirties or yeah. something. I'll tell you I'll just tell you this too. It was a shutout. So you <laughs> I, much guess. A, I remember it was a shutout. Yeah, I think you're right, Zig. I think it was around two hundred and nothing. It might have been <laughs> even a little bit more. I'm gonna say uh I'll say two twelve to zero. Did you say Georgia Tech? Yeah. All right, so what's his name was coaching, obviously. John Heisman. <laughs> no. Heisman. Uh, Heisman coaching no. this game. Just wouldn't let up. Then perhaps I'm gonna I'm gonna guess not because we're talking 1916. I don't know. Okay. It might have been. He was there, probably right? he was probably old? playing. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, there's a chance. I know we talked about him, and he's he's very old, and he was at Georgia Tech. <laughs> Maybe you're right, Zig. But this is 1916, yeah. and Travis in at 212. 212. <laughs> it might even be more than that. I'm going to say 190. I'm sticking with that. Okay. Travi almost nailed it. It's 222. Oh. 222, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Imagine, like, coming out in the second half and continuing to run up the score at that point. What do you got for a year on that? 1912? 1916. 1916. Somebody must have just... Yeah. It must have either been just a completely different mentality, like, just... Never give up. Just All keep, right. just keep your foot on the throat. Or somebody had a huge chip on his shoulder. <laughs> this, yeah, this, this makes no like I don't tend to believe this, but this thing I'm reading says the legend has it this beatdown was revenge for a 22 to nothing smashing of Tech by Cumberland's baseball team earlier that year. <laughs> I got, Seems we like gotta a, avenge the baseball. Team. <laughs> I yeah, got, I got some uh, insider info here uh, that the head coach for the Cumberland Bulldogs was George Allen, and the head and the head coach for the Georgia Tech football team was in fact John Heisman. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> John Heisman, who now All gives out the award for the most like outstanding player yeah good point i was just a complete jackass good running point. up the score maybe we could kind of push that a little bit and see if we could get that removed you know what i mean well one of those like you uh, know what it is if you're saying that it was a 
you know, avenging the baseball loss. I wasn't Heisman involved in like three different sports. So he probably was on the losing end of that baseball game. Good point. <laughs> yeah, great point. This is all starting to make some sense here, actually. Uh, yeah, back when he was a player coach on the baseball team. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this is all starting to make a little bit of sense here. So, John Heisman, huge chip on the shoulder guy. <laughs> but that's all I got for my sports trivia. What do you fellas have? Um, I think I have one that will really piggyback well off of snakes here. Um, we're talking records that won't ever be broken, and we're talking Wilt Chamberlain again here, fellas. God, so, I, I think what you're about to say, I saw it. But yeah, I'm I think I saw not. it, but I can't remember it. Well, I think we've all heard of, uh, like, he has a record that's never going to be broken. Probably 100 points. 100 points in a game. Yeah. Right, right. All right. So I, I heard something recently. Take a stab at um, how many of his points in that game were free throws. Oh, okay. Just Zig, I'm really glad. To, I was worried you were going to say rebounds because I saw he has some record for rebounds. But Yeah, I saw he has a record points, for most, like 30-point games or something. That's what I thought you were going to ask. In a row, it's like six or something. <laughs> <laughs> so both of us were wrong. It's just free throws in the 100-point game? Yeah. I'm going to say – I feel like you wouldn't be asking unless it was like a funny number, but I just want to say it's like 40 of the 100. Okay, 40. Yeah, Jake, that's a good guess. I think that uh, – I think I remember seeing this, and I think it, he was. Uh, they said he was like kind of a crummy uh, free throw shooter in general, like right around fifty percent. But he was kind of on. He was on target that game. Um, so yeah, I'll say. Um, geez, I don't want to steal your answer. There's, I'll a, say, there's a chance this thing is like three. I also feel like. Yeah, I should just totally. Fl- <laughs> I should just totally flip my answer. Uh, no, he he had to have shot. Uh, I'll say. I'll just say third. Thirty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Trav was pretty much on it there. Um, both, both directions. He had 28 of his 100 points were free throws. He was fouled 32 times in the game. <laughs> and, yes, he did shoot about 50% throughout his oh, career. Okay. So he was on. He was so on. he wasn't weirdly on. He was, like, classically off. Yes, yes. So you're saying he went 28 of six – wait – he got fouled, so 64. Well, unless he got fouled on and ones and stuff, which I'm guessing happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. 60 or 70 times or however many times he shot. Wait, yeah, did you know how many he shot this game, Zig? No, so His it percentage was – percentage this it game? Was, um, yeah, I don't know, actually. Okay, but he said you said he shot like 50% career-wise? Career-wise, From yeah. the line, yeah. I wouldn't have even have messed with like if I was coaching him, I wouldn't have even have messed with his form. I just would have eliminated the milk at halftime and just. Said, <laughs> well, yeah. I did see something. He was one of those guys that can like experimented with shooting the granny the granny shot no way. for like one to two games. Yeah, ego's um, too big. None of them will do it. The ego's just too big. Yeah, but I was just reading about that game, and it was like. Uh, he was just obviously unstoppable, so he was getting <laughs> fouled all the time. So the other team started to resort to – they would just start, like, pushing other players other than Wilt Chamberlain so that they could foul that guy. 
so it's intentionally found yeah yeah scrubs yeah they're the like showering somebody else so somebody else would be sh- like shooting or whatever <laughs> yeah meanwhile all they needed to do was punch him in the stomach <laughs> he would have got sick <laughs> but this is this is genius is the other the other team or wilt's team just like rebuttaled that by they started fouling the other guys so it was just like a foul fest throughout the whole game so people could get the so the ball would just keep on getting transferred to each side yeah well that kind of ruins that a little bit yeah so basically the the whole game was basically a hoax yeah put an asterisk it it pretty much one it wasn't televised and two they were just pretty much dicking around the whole time yeah so that actually yeah that's kind of an asterisk then i'm gonna put kobe's 81 at first from now on yeah yeah but those those are some those are some good trivia zig uh i got one more i got one oh you got another one yeah oh nice um it's real quick you guys want to take a stab at what the longest uh ping pong rally is is this number of hits or time um well, I have one. I have two different things here. You could go either. I have like just longest time where people were going for time, okay. you know, just lob shotting it to each other. Oh, okay. and then I have, I also have the most, the number of uh, hits back and forth in a professional game. Okay, so professional, it's, not just like people. Yeah, but they probably still rigged it, man. This is going to be stupid. <laughs> I'm going to go like six hours. On the on the duration, just t- tapping it back and forth. Whoa, whoa! Are you just talking, Nathan? Are you just talking like general people? Like if I have, like... I have two. No. It's pretty much two trivia's. One is people were going for the record for just lobbing it back and okay, forth. Okay. Oh, oh. And then the other one is oh, in yeah. like a <laughs> professional ping pong okay. game. What is yeah. the most back and forths? God. All right. I feel like that was a dumb guess. I was guessing I at the professional game, but and I figured it got out out of control, and they tried to yeah. You might want to prolong it. You might want to change that. All right, yeah. I got it. I want twenty five hours for the guys going for the duration, and then in the professional match, I want two hundred thirty hits. Okay. Okay, I was gonna say. So I think there was a, like a guy in the hub at Penn State that tried to set some record for like. Um, just like how long he could do a wheelie or something on a bike, and like that was twenty four relevance. Hours. Okay. So, so if that guy can just like if that guy can go like twenty four hours, like without, I'm just trying to take like going to the bathroom into account here. You know what I mean? So <laughs> That's true. I'm thinking think like if, that, he could, yeah. if he could do that in public and hold it for that long, I think that these guys probably could have had like little like piss jugs. I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say it's more than three days. I'm gonna say seventy-two hours. Okay. No. <laughs> they wouldn't need just piss jugs at that no, point. No, these they'd, people are going Red be... Bulls and stuff. It's gonna. It's gonna be long. Uh, I think they wanted more than a day. I'm sticking with twenty-five hours. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was. I was thinking around two fifty as well for the uh, hits back and forth. I'll say. I'll say, uh, I'll say like higher than that though. I'll say around five hundo. <laughs> All right. So you guys were a little ambitious with the uh, with the time. 
I've got okay. a time of eight hours and forty minutes and ten seconds. I mean, for the volley, I could. I Are could you serious? It, we could do that. I, I yes. could do that right now <laughs> yes. without without messing up. I'm going to I'm going to wake up one of my roommates and we're going to break that. <laughs> okay, okay. That's what that's what I, I mean. That would least. be frust. You know what would be frustrating that I'm not taking into account is when you have a five hour volley going and then someone like gets <laughs> yeah, it you off just, the table. Yeah, you just <laughs> start over real quick. <laughs> yeah. So this would take a lot longer than the eight hours to get. I'm just, uh, but I am amazed it's not more than that. I guess. So I was only sixty four hours off. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Piss jugs. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull, eight hours, Red Bulls and piss jugs. Get them ready. <laughs> You're tied up for a, one full work day. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Uh, right, and then what's, what's the hit, thing? The, the number of volleys for in a professional match is clocked in at 766. <laughs> Which was and they're a, trying to win the point. They're trying to win. Yeah, the point so I was seven. reading about it, and it took. It was only like ten minutes of of game time, and it was two guys who were notoriously like defensive minded guys, <laughs> and nobody wanted to make like take a shot. Like they were just trying to set each other up. Oh my god! I'm crying, <laughs> laughing. That is so stupid. <laughs> 700 times they hit back and forth <laughs> in a competitive game. Oh, my God. That's awesome. And that was only 10 minutes? Wow. So the, the piss jokes boys must have hit that ball, like, upwards of a million like times. several million times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. God. All right. That's, that's it for my trivia. Yeah, so that'd be a lot. Wow, um, I have a, uh, I have a quick, I have a quick trivia too. I have, um, most, uh, so I have a list of teams from, uh, 01 to 04, uh, with most intentional walks, uh, like the team, the, you know, like, you know, teams actually receiving the most, um, intentional walks. Uh, and okay. I got, I got, uh, so let's see here, uh, number, uh, Number four was actually uh, the Expos, or I'll, I'll say number. All right, th- sorry, number three is the Expos. Uh, number two is the uh, Cardinals, and yeah. um, this person actually had two hundred and eighty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with the Cardinal? You mean Mark McGuire with the Cardinals? No, no, no. This this player had two hundred eighty-four. So second were Cardinals with two sixty, Expos two fifty-three. And so oh, this those, player those are the teams, those teams, and then this player has that many. Okay, and this player was what? Oh one to oh four. Yeah, just during those. Years. Uh, I guess the only other person I could think of that would make sense would be Sammy Sosa. Yeah, same. That's the only person <laughs> to guess, right? <laughs> no, you guys are missing. You guys are missing a huge one. It's, it's Bonds, Barry Bonds. That was that long ago. Yeah. So he had two. So he had two hundred eighty-four by himself, and the Cardinals entire team only had 260 and they were second place and then the giants actually okay giants total had 414 and Gosh, and the second place was the cardinals with 260 so that's wow that's how many times that's like putting into perspective how many times that guy got walked 
I remember uh, watching that season, and it was, like, terribly boring because you'd wait around for him to come up to bat, and then they would just walk him. I can't believe that was that long ago, but yeah, that's that's incredible. Yeah. So 284 was, walks for him. Yeah, by him, yeah. yeah, just by himself, which is more than, you know, yeah, all, every other team with every player combined. So, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it for me. All right, cool. Um, I kind of want to get this literal lyrics off my chest here. I think T-Man may have one as well, but I believe I have the greatest one of all time. <laughs> I've got, and there's a chance you guys have seen this, but all right, I've got the song Murder on My Mind, Y-N-W Melly. That's the guy's name. And I'll read you some lyrics here. We'll start here. I didn't even mean to shoot him. He just caught me by surprise. I reloaded my pistol, cocked it back, and shot him twice. His body dropped down to the floor, and he got teardrops in his eyes. And it goes on and on. But this is the <laughs> greatest... <laughs> Literal lyrics of all time because this past week, YNW Melly got arrested for murdering two people, shooting them. So he took the game. He took the wow. game a bit too serious. Literal. Shot two literally. Yes, I guess he he took lyrics literally went out and shot a couple guys. I believe twice, just like he said in the song. Too. So he's keeping things consistent. Um, so this is. I've never heard of this fella. YNG Melly. I hadn't heard of him either, but I had heard this song. You have to okay. listen to the song Murder on My Mind. Okay. Yeah, I guess I gotta listen just, yeah, I, gotta, I guess I gotta listen to it. Yeah, I guess he just kind of took it up and you know, up and over there. He he probably heard the segment of this podcast. <laughs> I need he, to, he's <laughs> like, I wanna be world famous. I wanna be on talking trash. Yeah, and then like you know, the whole, like, spin off this thing is, I read today that this song is trending number one on iTunes. Like, the, <laughs> the pub he's doing from this is tremendous. <laughs> so good for this guy. He's a man, yeah, of, his, he's I mean, a man of his word. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so that was not a whole lot to break down there because he went ahead and followed yeah, through the actions. Yeah, he did it for that's, us. That's my literal lyrics of the week. <laughs> Uh, Nathan, do you have any literal lyrics? No, I don't. I uh, I think this is definitely my new favorite segment um, that you guys do, by the way. And uh, I meant to put piece together. Like I was like, wow, I feel like I have a thousand I can pick from. Um, and then I just like threw something together here last minute. But it, this is the most. This is the definition of uh, literal lyrics with an emphasis on literal. Um, I think uh, Two Chains is the ultimate king of the literal lyrics. <laughs> and, uh, as he once said, um, she got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. She got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. You know, makes sense. That makes, makes sense. Yeah, it makes. Yeah, no, it it really it really makes sense in the grand scheme of things. The only problem <laughs> is, I wonder if he runs into some problems if he saves. Uh, heard his phone has big booty, and then he sees another girl with a big booty. If he's like numbers him, <laughs> or if he kind of spells him maybe a little bit different, maybe he goes I E on the boot. 
<laughs> no, I think I think it's the the former. I think he just you could go through his phone contacts and it's just big booty one, big booty two, all the way through like big booty fifty thousand. It's just it saves them all in there with numerically. So What's you, up, big booty twenty five. <laughs> so you don't think it's like you don't think it's like uh, Aaliyah and then. Becca and then Big Booty and then I don't think he's messing around with if he's breaking it down onto such a simplistic form (laughs) to remember people I don't think he's messing around with first names at all (laughs) yeah that's true that's true probably just like the bar probably just like the bar name you know and something about her Big Booty long hair shiny (laughs) shoes Those are, right. all, those are all his girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a good literal lyrics, Trav. That's like kind of interesting because it's one in itself. It's right. It's literal. It's literal in and of itself. Uh, yes. Um, I know we have another whole another hodgepodge of segments to touch on, but you guys have dead or lives, right? Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Start us off, co-host. Oh, T-Man. Me? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, I went back and forth on this guy actually earlier this week. So I, uh, I have uh, Stephen Hawking. I know it. Oh, I think I know this. I think he, I think feel like he died recently. Yeah. I'd say he died two or three years ago. Yeah, you got it. He, it was, he, like, not nearly as big of a deal as it should have been. That's exactly what yeah. I thought. That's exactly yeah. what yeah. I thought. I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy died recently. Uh, but then I was like, I feel like we would have made a bigger deal about this. Or I felt like maybe it was, like, the infamous he's dead, but then he, you know, kind of got, like, the uh, second life. Like, if anybody's going to get, like, a second, second stab win. at life, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be Stephen Hawking for sure. Stephen Hawking with the second win. <laughs> wow. Second win at my first yeah, it seems like that's the type of guy you can't just gloss over the fact that he passed away because, like, I used to – who knows if this is true, but I used to hear things that he was, like, formulating, like, trying to finalize this theory of why or how the world was going to come to an end or something or, like, life yeah. beyond our planet. No like, big supposedly deal. Supposedly he was the closest – yeah, closest guy to having those answers and just no longer with us. No big deal. Yeah, he qualifies as like barely alive for like fifty years too, or forty years. Because <laughs> oh he, he technically, uh, Nathan. I don't know if our, our anatomy teacher that uh, Nathan and I had in school. Uh, he told us uh, that um, they diagnosed him with uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, Stephen Hawking. But like yeah. Lou Gehrig's, you die in like four or five years. And this guy is like Stephen Hawking's, like the only guy that just for whatever reasons lived yeah. for like thirty or forty years. Yeah, with this disease. kept on chugging along. Yeah, so he clearly did not have Lou Gehrig's. He had some kind of you know uh, variant of uh, of that disease, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. anyways, rest in, rest in peace, Stephen Hawking's. Not sure, yeah, Stephen rest Hawking, in peace. Not sure what got him. Um, not not really important either. <laughs> some something like <laughs> Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh yeah! Okay. Oh god! Oh god! Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth's disease. <laughs> Will Chamberlain's disease. Too much milk. In the <laughs> all right. <laughs> Any other ones, T Man? Are you sticking with? Uh no, that's it. That's all I got. All right. I've got one. I Dave? feel like it's a good segue. Right. Um, dead or alive, Will Chamberlain. 
Wow, I should probably oh. know this. <laughs> That's unbelievable. This is, this is a big Will Chamberlain <laughs> And I swear, to, I swear to God, I had both. Yeah, like, I mean, I I'm going to say, so Wilt's, Wilt's greatest achievement actually was not on the basketball court. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> he actually claims that he, you know, slept with 10,000 women while he was in the NBA. And I, I know I've crunched the numbers on this, and don't quote me, but it's like more than two a night. So <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say. I'm gonna go ahead and say. All she needed was some. <laughs> that was a hot take. I think he's still alive. I was gonna guess alive before Trav even started speaking. I think Will still is around. All right. So yeah, I did hear what Trav was talking about, and I. <laughs> like the controversy about it like is that like actually possible does one videos? girl does one girl count multiple times if it's different nights yeah 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 big um, booty one big booty two you know <laughs> I don't I can't say what got him but Will Chamberlain dead at 3 R.I.P. Well, 1999 no we do know, you know what, what I just broke my yeah, I, yeah. Will Chamberlain <laughs> Chamberlain's disease. Well, either too much milk. All she needed was some. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of coincide, I guess. Uh, I just broke my golden rule too. Like, if a guy is seven foot tall, you don't pretend like he's still kicking. Like, it's just that doesn't happen. Or so I should have yeah, known that. Seven foot or greater than three to four hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's just too large. Like yeah. Yao Ming. Yeah, he's probably. He's a. I mean, he's, alive, he's alive, but barely. I was, I was, I wasn't gonna go there. Andre, but, I mean, that's Andre what I'm thinking too. Dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's get that. Let's get that number on Andre the Giant beers for next episode. Let's try and remember. Yeah. To, let's try and remember to get that. No, I thought you were gonna say let's try and break it. <laughs> yeah, we can right, do this that po- too. This is already so like dicked up of a podcast. I don't know. I might have to cut some of the stuff we're saying, but while we're here, let's just go all in. <laughs> I think Trav might know this, but Zig. All she needed was some. You have to cut uh, this. You have to cut this. Go home, Rod. And I want you to guess how many. Go home, Rod. Probably a hundred of them. <laughs> North of that. <laughs> okay. I'll give you the hint is it's a little bit lower than his batting average, but it's pretty close. <laughs> Where are they from? Yeah, unbelievable. Right, so that guy just didn't bleed out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> They called poison. Yeah, they, they told they called poison control, and poison control said, "You're fine. Don't worry about it." <laughs> poison control said, "Hold on, I'm forwarding you to our expert." And then they sent him over to Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is ridiculous. I had I had another one. All right, real quick. Oscar yeah, Oscar Robertson. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh man! They usually throw uh, him. Conversely, I watch... Who conversely was one of the better free throw shooters in the NBA history? They, uh, I feel like so. It's All Star Weekend NBA. I guarantee you that guy. I didn't watch it, but I guarantee you he was on there. They will throw him on there in like random roles, and he was probably a slam dunk judge. I'm gonna go ahead and say this week. <laughs> I'm gonna say he's alive. Oh wow, you might be all over it. I'll just go the other way. I'll say they ran a little tribute for him. I'll say passed away (laughs) well snake you made one of the big mistakes can't go two deads in one 
Oscar Robertson is alive, 80, 80 years old. Oh, God. Wow. Was he a slam dunk? <laughs> Did you happen to see him slam dunk uh, referring? I didn't, I didn't see that. Um, high probability, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, man. Snake, you, All right. you got one? Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you guys a couple. Uh, we're going to go baseball route here. Um, I'll start off with Joe Torrey. That guy's alive. God, I haven't heard anything about him, but he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Torrey's alive. Yeah, he's uh, he's old. He's 78, but he's working like some sort of MLB executive position or something. He works for the league. All of those MLB um, guys will like live till they're 90. Yeah, for just, Gehrig. despite no physical activity, essentially, <laughs> yeah. and chewing tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> if there's one sport where guys shouldn't be alive late, it's baseball. You know, like live so long. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, sticking with baseball, we're going to go Bud Selig. Alive. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say alive. Yeah, he's alive as well, but again, he's very old. He's 84. Holy shit. Well, baseball guy. Baseball and guy. then my, my last one, I think we've probably done this one. But I'll throw it out. Hank Aaron. <laughs> A lot of silence on that. Oh, man, I'll let you go. I have mine. I'll let you Okay, I... It seems odd that you would. It seems odd that you would go three alive,s but I don't remember him dying. So I'm gonna say Hank Aaron alive, and I'll say 85. Yeah, I think, I think Hank Aaron's alive too. Probably around the 85 yeah. age. He's a baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a little creepy that you guys nailed the age. He's he's 85. <laughs> oh, <I'm alive>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, Zig summed it up earlier, or maybe you said it, Chad, but these baseball guys, they just live forever. So, all alive. Unbe- I went all alive this unbelie- week. Unbelievable. Wow. We'll move on into, you'll have that. And I think Zig has one right off the bat, so we'll go to you first, Zig. Okay. Um, I know that you, all you garbage heads were waiting for it. It's track season. I'm giving you my, my track and field note of the week. Last week, I mentioned uh, my boy Yomif Kajelka was trying to break the indoor indoor mile record and came up just shy. <laughs> so he came back and he said, all right, I'm running the fifth indoor 1500 meter uh, this, this weekend. I'm going for that record, which I don't remember. I don't know what the record is. but So he goes out and he gives it a pretty good effort. Um. He came up, what, like three three tenths of a second short on that record. But that wasn't even, that's not the kick that he missed out on two world records in a matter of two weeks in under <laughs> half a second. It's that somebody else who was like not expected no. at all broke, <laughs> broke the record <laughs> for the indoor 1500 meter and stole the show. Wow. It wasn't the same race, was it? No, no. Or okay. yeah, it was the same race. The one so that he, he was running in. <laughs> yeah, so he came in second. First. He came in second. <laughs> the only hilarious. thing that would have made it better was if he would have surpassed that time. 
and but obviously somebody else crossed the finish line before him. So isn't that amazing yeah. how that stuff happens? Like this guy was not supposed to do that, and he just like woke up feeling it that day and busts off a world record. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the long jump, right, Zig? It's like like the longest jump is like the guy's furthest jump by like a foot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes I think it's no like sense. Bob Beeman or something. It's not even. It's not like a few inches. No, nope, nobody's foot. nobody's come close to that in like the last <laughs> thirty years. God. Holy shit! I just looked at it. Do you it's guys like know what it is? It's like twenty nine feet. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Twenty nine four and a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's come close to that. Wow, that was like definitely somebody's triple jump. You know. That went to our high school. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. I think I've I think I've heard that. Yeah, I think he was jumping from the eight foot board or something, and he couldn't get into the pit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Eight or ten, whatever it is. Yeah. Jesus, just for a little perspective, the NFL Combine broad jump record, twelve foot two. <laughs> so that guy could have just broad jumped four feet past. <laughs> 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 a full sprint and this guy's standing still and they jump at the same time <laughs> uh. yeah but but anyway sidetrack there but it's like that's an all-time you'll have that <laughs> watching someone else in the same race break the record you're going after. Wow. It's incredible uh what do you snake do you have one yeah i'll just kind of alluded to it earlier but Wounded or taking out all those wounded soldiers ended up uh, falling asleep sitting up Saturday. <laughs> Woke up sitting up at 7 a.m. and then I hit the sack for real. So nice. This is like the second week or second time I've fallen asleep sitting up in like the past month. So uh, you'll have that one too many brewskis. Yeah, or the shoes passed or the, sh- the shoes on. Yeah, passed out. Yeah, fully clothed. Yeah, so- and then surprisingly enough, tonight I'm pretty tired, almost as if I didn't get a solid night's sleep <laughs> sitting upright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you'll, you'll have, have that. that. Time to time, you'll have that. Yeah, Especially yeah. after uh, crushing some wounded soldiers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got anything, T-Man? Uh, we kind of talked about our uh, AAF earlier, and just like my new thing in general is just like get in and bet on irrelevant stuff like that, but don't just, <laughs> don't just like bet on one game, like make a day out of it. So like Saturday, <laughs> I probably bet on like, you know, 20 different things. And the worst thing that can ever happen when you're betting a bunch at the beginning is just get hot. So I was like four or five to start off the day. Just like all I do is put like 10, you know, like maybe five or $10 bets down kind of thing. Or like if I'm like really sure about something like Kentucky, uh, winning, like, I was like, all right, I'll put 20 bucks down. So as long as you nail, like, big ones like that, you pretty much end up even, right? So, like, at the end of the day, yeah. I think I was down, like, $4, but I bet on, like, 20 different things. So I was entertained all day, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, but it's so funny how when you win them, you don't, like, say, like, oh, wow, that was super lucky I won that. But, like, when you lose them, like, it is, like, literally just heartbreaking. I had two. So, my you'll have that is just, the like, the bad beat in general. Like, I don't know if you saw the Iowa-NC State game. This one was even worse. So, or, I'm sorry, Iowa-Ruckers. Um, so, they were down, like, four points. I was literally just scanning odds all day, okay? And I came across this game, and it's Iowa. This guy's got a problem. Yeah, I have a problem. It's, it's Iowa Rutgers, and it's uh, 65-61, and um, Rutgers has the ball. So I'm like, 
they're down four points in two minutes, and the odds on them to win the game was like plus four hundred. So you know, on a five dollar bet, you're winning you know twenty dollars. Okay, so I'm like, all right, this is way too good to not get in on. Okay, so I jump in on it. I'm watching it. They're going back. They're kind of going back and forth. Rutgers is like hanging around. Uh, they get the stop. They come down. They're down two. And of course, like when you're down two, naturally, like your first thought is, hey, you should drive to the basket and get a hoop, you know, so you can like win in overtime. But no one yeah. does that. Someone always shoots the shitty fadeaway three, you know, and <laughs> yes. no ball movement just at the top of the key, just fadeaway three. So this guy shoots it and uh, it hits the front of the rim, hits off the backboard and goes in. So Rutgers <laughs> takes the lead with three seconds left. Okay. <laughs> With one point, so I'm like, wow, that was awesome. That's the easiest money I've ever made. <laughs> Iowa inbounds the ball. This guy throws it down the court, left hand, Michael Vick style. This guy, this tall Bless guy you. runs up to it, runs up to it, has no intention of catching it. He just goes tip. He goes tip drill. Okay. So he goes, this is, a, this is an Iowa guy. He goes tip drill and tips it over his head into the corner. There's two Iowa guys standing there. One guy grabs it. He's running along the baseline, like away from the hoop, grabs it, turns around. He's on his toes. Both feet are perfectly in bounds on the three-point line, shoots it from the side, it goes up, and it hits the top left of the backboard and no. swishes through the hoop as the, as the, as the buzzer goes off. Oh. Jesus. I love how you remembered every single minute detail from that because you were just so locked in to this. He, he had a triple nine game. in his shoe. So, so, I, lost, so yeah. I lost that bet. I lost both those bets. And, um, it's amazing. And, and I, you know, I only, I, like I said, I think I only lost like $4 after the entire day. So it's like, if I just would have got one of those, I would have been fine. <laughs> just needed that ball not to swish after it hit the corner of the backboard. Yeah, the Michael Vick toss. Michael Vick toss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the yeah. perfect. Yeah, it was that was tough to beat. So yeah, God, I, that's awesome. I guess yeah, my you'll have that. It's just the uh, bad beat in general. <laughs> I like it. Couple times. Burn them. That's also a burn them. Yeah, that's a burn them as well. Burn them. Last thing we need to touch on here. Uh, Super cold of the week. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. We're pulling super colds all day. Ziggy, as the founder of this segment, why don't you give us your super cold of the week to start things off? Okay, I got one for you. Uh, Goose Island Beer Company Next Coast IPA. Uh, I gave it a 4.25 on Untapped. Pretty, just a nice, refreshing IPA. Um, Whenever I liked, whenever I check these guys in, I usually like to read the description on it. And there was something I liked about this. So it says it's seven percent, but totally crushable. It's not like any <laughs> IPA, any other IPA you've had. And it goes on to talk about it a little bit, and then at the end it says, "Sip it or rip it, whatever. We're not your mom." <laughs> like Love it. it. I think all three of us would be of the mindset that. Yeah. Crushable, yeah. Anything yeah. is crushable with the right mindset. I just like that Goose Island gave me permission to crush it. Yeah, you good know? point. Like yeah. I don't have to feel like a like a degenerate for yeah, it crushing said, a, a craft brew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of all these other like expectations that these other craft breweries are my mom, and I'm not allowed yeah, to every crush once those in a while, brews. Yeah, you don't need to smell the roses and take sips of the beer and look for all the different hints of aroma. Sometimes you just want to freaking throw it back. Yeah. 
So, so Goose Island Next Coast IPA. Highly recommend it. Oh, nice. I, I was thinking, before I forget to tell you guys this, you can cut this as well, but I was thinking we need to definitely start some kind of challenge that involves chugging a craft beer, for what it's worth. Yeah. I was thinking it could possibly involve a flight. <laughs> how fast can you get through a flight? Yeah, how fast? And, and the variety. You gotta go, like, you gotta go, like, Colch like, to Porter. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have to do four different types. Like, you have to, to a do sour. the beer, the Porter, the a- like the Pale Ale, and then, yeah, like, something else. Oh, my else. God. Like, yeah, I can't beer. imagine going from, like, a like a chocolate stout to a sour. <laughs> yeah, you got to drink it in the wrong order, too. You start with stouts. <laughs> I would just, like... Filming that would be the funniest thing, like especially you walk into like a, like a southern tier where there's just all these like beer snob hipsters. You walk up, yeah. order a flight, and just get after it. You stand in line yes. for thirty minutes and then just go. You gotta pick a, you gotta pick a table right by the front too. Yeah, you know, so no, you just no, set you... it down real loud and then just like pump all four real quick and then just casually go get in the back of the line. <laughs> Let out a huge belt. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, as you finish up, you two. look at the bartender. You look at the bartender and you're just like, man, those are some big shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I was thinking, like, the rule, the rule for the challenge could be, like, a certain, like, ABV. You know what I mean? Like, eight, eight, five. So it's got to add up. Yeah. Something like that. Like, you just have to, <laughs> yeah. you have to go, it has to be, it has to be, you know, 12 or 16 ounces and it's got to be eight, five plus or eight, zero plus or something like that. Yeah. I love it. We need to workshop this and come up with our own little challenge, but that's, you're definitely on to I something like there. The- um, I th- already, uh, kind of gave you guys a heads up on this on Friday night, but I have logged in my highest rating yet on podcast sponsor untapped. I went four, seven, five, on a god the listeners probably getting tired of hearing me <laughs> at this point but i went new england <laughs> ipa from a, a frederick brewery here and oddly enough i've been to this brewery like two or three times now every time i go in there i'm like yeah like i want to like this place but their beers kind of suck and i was down the street and they had <clears throat> this new england ipa from this attaboy beer company and gave them one last shot and i'm glad i did it we call it the greatest New England IPA I've ever had. Four seven five jackpot by Attaboy Beer. You gotta yeah. bring some up when you come up in March, Snake. I definitely want to get after some of that. Yeah, yeah, I want to as well because I know that Snake's pretty stingy with his ratings. Um, still, I don't know. S- still hasn't gone after the five. No, I yeah, still know. haven't gave out a five zero. But I, maybe you guys can weigh in on this if this if I skewed the results at all. But I was like absolutely starving when i drank this thing and we were waiting for a table so like we were on a wait list and i was like all right we'll order a beer here i guess it could skew it a little bit but yeah if you're i still believe it those those hazy boys are pretty good yeah he yeah definitely a huge hazy boy guy i have two cold brews this week um first thing i wanted to say real quick uh could be a new sponsor. Uh, I was telling uh, Jake about this, Nathan. Uh, this uh, Tavor app that I came across, someone showed me. Uh, it's T A V O U R. Um, it is like it's like a beer of the month kind of thing. But it's oh, like you don't, you I've don't seen suck. that advertised on like Facebook. 
yeah, you don't sign up for it or any, you don't sign up for it or anything. Like it's free to sign up, and basically what you do is they suggest a couple new beers every day, and you basically just add them to a like a crate over the course of a month. So you could have like two in there, you could have a uh, hundred in there, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's basically it's it's fourteen ninety nine to ship whatever size. And uh, the beers are, like, cheaper than what you'd get at a bar, but, like, kind of similar to what you would get at, like, a pick six. But but they're from – it's, like, based out of Seattle, so there's all kinds of, like, beers that you would, like, never oh, try. okay. So a lot of West Coasters. Then. Yeah, it's really cool. But it's – the beers are from, like, all over the place, like New York City, can, uh, it's, uh, Kentucky, uh, but a lot of, like, Seattle, Oregon, which has, like, some great – I think some cool beers. So um, definitely something you guys should try. It's T-A-V-O-U-R. Um, and, uh, when you sign up, I can, uh, someone gave me a code and I can pass you guys my code and you actually get like 10 bucks off. So the first shipping would pretty much, that would pretty much wipe out shipping for your first order. So, uh, nice. I, I gotta say, I didn't understand the concept when you were giving me those brief details earlier, T-Man, but now I, that I hear you walk through that. That sounds pretty freaking cool. So you can pretty yeah. much go down through this list of untapped of like yeah. these higher rated beers and actually get your hands on them yeah exactly and then so it'll be like it'll usually it's like it'll be like a two like they'll have two beers and it'll be like a couple 16 ounce beers and it'll be like uh 10 bucks so i mean you figure like five bucks a beer that's cheaper than what you're getting at a bar and uh they're gonna ship it to you and uh yeah i can drink it in my house i don't know it's i think it's worth it but uh, anyways yeah tavor t-a-v-o-u-r everybody download it um also um so i actually have two quick cold brews uh one is the um, uh, ale Smith, uh, th- I think it's the 394 ale, uh, sh- and it's a San Diego beer, uh, San Diego brewery with a little shout out to Tony Gwynn's batting average, 394. <laughs> uh, so, uh, actually loved it so much, bought a shirt for sure. And, um, I, uh, was also thinking that actually Tony Gwynn would be the exception to our, uh, baseball guys live forever. Cause he was his morbid obesity and chewing actually kind of uh, went the other way on that. But uh, uh, wow, sour note, Trav. Yeah, sour so note. So this beer is actually like related to Tony Gwynn or a coincidence? Three ninety four. Uh, well, it's a shout out to Tony Gwynn because it's a San okay. Diego. Yeah. So um, oh, uh, nice, nice, nice. Got it. Yep. Yeah, so that's the Ale Smith three ninety four ale, and then uh, the other one I had, which I texted Jake about, is uh, I had a um, peanut butter. Uh, it's Ballast Point, also San Diego. Uh, peanut butter victory at sea. If you guys can get your hands on that bad boy, definitely one of the best uh, uh, porters I've had. Um, couldn't believe Love it. it. Couldn't believe it. I usually wouldn't say I could drink like, you know, sit down and drink like six porters, but I think I definitely could have like drank six of those. Yeah. So Zig, if you haven't, I think you said you would vow not to give up on the, the PB beers. It sounds like there's a, there's a couple you need to try. Now. Yeah. I went, I think I told you that I, uh, I had, you had that one from Evil Philly Genius. or something. Yeah, yes. I had one of those. It was just like a real quick taste, something that Pops had. I went and bought. I actually bought that in the old six pack this past week. Oh, Not, there you go. I think I gave it like a three five or something, three two standard. I don't know. Standard average rating. Yeah, I'm still I'm still on board with trying them. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, like that app you're talking about, Trav. That'd probably be like one of the first ones I'd try and get my hands on. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I have some different different stuff uh, kind of in the in the crate right now. Um, and then every day they they must put like two new ones on, but then they leave like the past <coughs> few days on there as well. So there's about eight or ten listed that you can pick from. So 
yeah, yeah. Well, if we we all get on board with this and start you know getting different brews, we can get together and really get our numbers up. Yeah, crowdfund this thing. That's not I like it. it. All right, so we'll move along and uh, start to wrap things up. Let's uh, let's recap the week, fellas. Dumbest thing you did this week. Let's hear it. We'll uh, we'll start with T Man. Okay, so yeah, actually, I was just kind of briefly mentioned. I was in San Diego, uh, kind of jumping around there uh, with a lady friend, and um, had a really awesome week. Nice weather and stuff. Uh, finally, get back. Booked the late flight, like the you know the night before you have to work the next day, which is always just stupid. Um, so, so what I've been doing is parking at basically. There's like this uh, IKEA and Robinson that has like a uh, what they call like a park and ride. So you can park there and then just take the bus to the airport. You know. Um, I've probably done this yeah. like six times over the past couple of years. Um, so take the bus back, go to the lot and, uh, my car's just not there. So I'm like, that's really weird. Um, so try, try and like figure out where my car is. No idea. I have to Uber home. Uh, granny drives me to work. I'm trying to do some like research the next day. Um, called like the Ikea or something, started talking to some people. Basically, this thing was a park and ride at one point, but it has not been for about 10 or 15 years. <laughs> so, You've been getting away for it. So I've been getting away with it, but evidently just recently, they were finally like, hey, <laughs> we, we should really crack down on people parking out there, I guess. So it still has like park and ride stuff up, but like technically you are not, you are not allowed to park there. So I've, I guess I got away with it like six times, you know, like six times. But I mean, it, realistically, I looked at it. I could have, it would have been cheaper to Uber from state college to the Pittsburgh airport than it was for me to pay for my car to get towed and sit in a lot. Well, you shouldn't, so. there's no, please tell me you didn't pay for your car to get towed. If there's still signs up that say it's a parking ride, there's signs up, but there's also signs that there's a sign I've never seen before in my life. That's like kind of sneakily <laughs> when you come in, it's like if you drive into if you drive into the lot, right, there's a, there's like a median there. And on the left side, there's something that says private parking. Like I would never see that. So yeah, I got nailed. Yeah. I got burned. So yeah, that was, thing I did was parking an Ikea parking lot that hasn't been a parking ride for 10 or 15 years. Nice T man. Nice. Uh, how about you Zig? Uh, my dumbest thing I did this week. It's, I don't know. This is kind of up in the air. Suffering some back pain, and it's really kind of got me down. The only thing I can say is I didn't, you know, didn't go to the gym at all this week. So I'm just going to attribute it to that. Didn't go to the gym. Now my back hurts. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I did. Coming from medical expert as yourself, I, I tend to tend to agree with with your line of thinking there. I would just attribute it to not going to the gym. Yeah. So make sure you hit it extra hard this week, like five days of squats. Or just five not, days of squats. Or just not getting enough milk overall. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Snake, what do you got? Uh, yeah, so mine's, this is kind of a weird one. Uh, it's actually somewhat cumulative. It's been going on for like the last two weeks, maybe. But um, basically, I had these two, like, different trips to book, like, flights for and hotels and whatnot, and stumbled across this, like, Southwest credit card. I don't have a lot of credit cards, so I was, like, open to opening up another one. And basically, got this credit card, 
and book these trips through Southwest because there's some sort of perks involved. Later found out that if you spend like four grand in the first three months that you can get this thing called companion pass and you can take a companion with you on any flight for free for the rest of the year. So I was like, uh, holy shit, like that's a no brainer. I spent like $2,500 like booking this flights for and hotels for these two different trips for me and Keeks. So I was like, all right, only 1500 bucks to go. So basically my, it's kind of skewed my mindset to the point where I'm like, now I got to spend this money and make sure I hit these four grand. So I've been like paying for shit like that I probably wouldn't need, but I'm like have more incentive to spend. Like for instance, I've paid for like car insurance in advance and shit like that. But, uh, you guys can guess who has a $4,000 credit card bill coming up shortly. <laughs> so I can't wait. Yeah. So I'll be sweating it out in a couple of weeks, but hopefully all, all, all for good in the long run. Is, um, it for, is it like 365 days you get the pass or is it? Yeah, it must go till the end of the year. So whatever, December 31st, 2019. Because I thought your dumbest thing was going to be, well, I guess it is February. So, yeah, I guess it's actually yeah. a good time to do it. I was thinking, like, I was thinking you were going to say, like, <laughs> it expires <laughs> at the end of the summer or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're in it way too late. You get one month of this, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. thing. Yeah. You said spend four grand. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, that's the dumbest thing I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. Um, and then we will wrap up with some garbage. Before we get to garbage, I want to give everyone an opportunity to vent about things they dislike about Matril. So, Matril, <laughs> if you're if you're listening, buckle up, buddy. And I think I can get it started. Uh, wow, so some work ethic Matril has, huh? Just take another vacay. Second week, second week off the pod. Hey, Zig, uh, may not you have missed a week, have you? I haven't. Uh, definitely yeah, kind of that. filled in for him, too. So he may not have a good work ethic, but heck of a doppelganger there. Cody Parkey, bitch Matro. All right, how about that? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've never seen somebody so hypocritical. Um, you know, the fact that the guy, the guy dogged me for uh, grabbing a couple towels one time by accident, and then a couple of years later... Um, it turns out that he had actually stolen one of my towels. Um, so I kind of thought that was a bit odd to dog someone for two or three years. And then you actually are stealing their towels unless that's like revenge. But if you're getting revenge, you kind of have to tell me, you know, before you steal one of my towels. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's, that's just the type of guy Matchel is pretty inconsiderate overall. I'd say other than that, uh, one last one last bit I like about Matt trying to do any sort of event with the guy. He's going to take a piss like every 20 minutes. So. <laughs> yes. So, uh, all right. That was a new segment called uh, Shitting on Matchel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move along here and wrap things up with some garbage. That's garbage. And I can start us off. You guys both use Spotify, I assume. Anytime yeah. you yeah. like are listening to a Spotify default playlist they have, they'll try and like toss a music video in there and then like on my phone at least it'll like try and like buffer and then it'll pause and I'll get like a notification like video can't play. Spotify thinking that anyone wants music videos mixed in to their like music playing app. Like no one's watching holding the phone up to their face watching the music videos on Spotify. So I think those are complete garbage. 
cannot stand when that happens. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I don't know if I've ever had the issue with it buffering, but yeah, I, I will see the occasional video and just be like, I could care less. Yeah, maybe it's my phone. Like it does. I guess it doesn't even try and buffer. It'll literally just. I'll get a notification. Like the music stops, and then I open the phone, and it's like Spotify cannot play the like requested video or something. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't want you to play the video <laughs> in the first place. So garbage. Yeah, gosh, that is garbage. T man, garbage. Uh, garbage this week, I guess, is uh, just this whole Fitbit experience I've had. Got a uh, oh, Fitbit come on, f- man. Got a Fitbit. For- <laughs> yeah, I've had a, I've had enough of the BS, man. So they sent me a Fitbit. Had it for like two or three weeks. Was awesome. Um, start acting up on me. Like basically, just doesn't work. I can't turn it off or on, and it would count like um, user. All, all it would do was just. <laughs> No, it's not using it. Snake, do you have any uh, vested interest in this company? Yeah, considering I'm an owner in Fitbit, <laughs> uh, I think right. well, I sorry. should come out and say that we're one of the more honest right. and well, customer sorry. service driven <laughs> companies. You can, you can. Edit this experience it. does not entail everyone's. Yeah, so go ahead, Tom. Just out. disclaimer. Yeah, you can edit it out. We'll just say an unnamed, uh, uh, an unnamed uh, smartwatch company that's not Apple uh, sent me this watch and uh just does not work for two or three weeks quit working all it would do is uh it wouldn't even no it wouldn't do heart rate it wouldn't do steps all it would do is just tell me how many calories i burned in the day which is um all they calculated in was just like your normal resting like calories it, wasn't even like, it took nothing else into consideration uh, couch potato, couch potato. Got, a, got a new one, sent me, like complained about it uh sent me a new one um, this one, uh, uh, worked at first. All I try to do is change the clock face and, uh, basically their explanation for it is it's locked. It's just lost like some software glitch, uh, glitch and it's just lost in space. Like they don't know what to do with it. Uh, like basically they don't know how to fix it. They tried to, I literally spent like days trying to fix it and they can't get it to figure out. And then I told them I was so mm, sick. Sounds jailbroken. I just want a, <laughs> I just want a, uh, like, I just want a refund. And they said, oh, I'm sorry. It actually, the, the warranty on yours ended last week, so you can't put it. <laughs> User error. You're garbage. Okay, whatever, buddy. <laughs> All right, Sig. You there, Sig? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Nathan's that garbage for this week is that he just got booted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. This has been episode 12 in the books. Thanks for listening. Thanks T-Man for stepping in for that bum natural. It was was good to have you on again. No problem. Thanks for having me. And uh, uh, I'll be happy to get a natural back in the dump and uh, hear what he has to say because I'm I'm sure he's going to bounce back better than ever. He'll come out firing, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah. he will. So, um, and everyone else... Thanks for uh, continuing to reach out. Follow us at that's underscore garbage and hit us up at 424-235-4205. That's Jackie Robinson times two, Kevin Durant, Jackie Robinson, Russell Westbrook, Donovan McNabb. Um, And that's it. That's episode 12 in the books. And I will talk to you fellas, Zig not included later. Sounds good. Sounds good. Fresh kid C, fresh kid C, yes, sir. fresh kid P, fresh kid T. Oh yeah, we back. Owens oh, Apple, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. Chitty bang, and we pretty much.
What's your name? Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. Hey, yo, I once was a kid. All I had was a dream. 